Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pole Position Podcast, and I have to warn you right now. Consider this your warning. There is a lot of mom action going on in this podcast. It is Moms Gone Wild. Joey has already said in the chat that that sounds like it could be an adult film, which is true, but that's not what it is. I don't know what. Moms are taking over the news. It's getting crazy. We got it on the podcast. We I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. There's a lot of moms. We're going to start right with the moms. I'll tell you coming up, though, we will tell you what age, what age they say statistically you have the most fun. I'll give you that answer in a few moments. But why are moms going wild? Let's start with this comment by me. Have you noticed that these days... Some people really whine, dare I say, piss and moan about everything, and they feel the world is against them. They even like to suggest that even though rules have existed in our society for an extended period of time, those same rules should not apply to them. And when we expect those rules to apply to them, they they get a little bit outraged one mother was outraged one mother in Arnprior, ontario is outraged because this is what she's upset about chelsea this mom i'm sure she's a great mom i'm sure she's a great person i just when i read her story i thought to myself chelsea i think you gotta think you gotta take one for the team here and she she doesn't want to take one for the team uh she is upset chelsea Uh, Because she walks her three kids to and from school. Mom, breaking news, mom walks kids to school in morning and afternoon. However, she says she, it hasn't always been like that because her kids used to be able to take the school bus. You see, how it works in Armprior is when you're, I think everywhere works this way. When you're a certain age, like when you're in kindergarten, Uh, You take a bus because they don't feel it's safe for you to walk to school. But then you grow up and you get a little older and they go, okay, you can't take the bus now because you're old enough to walk. I think that's pretty much standard operating procedure everywhere. It is, it's been everywhere I've lived. So this mom, Chelsea, she, she loved it when the kids could get on the bus. She didn't have to walk them to and from school. But of course her kids did an absolutely outrageous thing. They got older. Who saw that coming? So anyway, her kids get older. Now they're deemed old enough to walk. So she argues that, wait a minute, the walk my sons have to take to school, half of the streets are quiet, but half of them are busy. Now, Arm Prior, Ontario is a small town, about 10,000 people or so. 
Uh, it's quaint little, it's right on the Ottawa River. Very nice little town. I would say that if you were from, say, Montreal or Toronto and you were in Armprior, you'd say it's a pretty sleepy town. There's not much going on. And these busy streets mom's worried about, you'd say, that looks like about 2 a.m. in my city. <laughs> it looks like 2 a.m. on a Tuesday in Montreal, the traffic right now. So anyway, she, she's worried, as moms all do. They get worried. There's busy streets. She's like, I don't feel comfortable sending them to school anymore because it's too dangerous. And she's like, I'm not even alone. There are other moms that agree with me. Are those other moms on Facebook? Or are they real moms? Uh, she says it probably takes them 15 minutes to walk to school. Oh, the humanity. So uh, she did something outrageous. She, of course, immediately contacted the Transportation Consortium. She said, I do not like these rules. You need to change them immediately because it's not convenient for me. It's not convenient for my family. Even though you have these rules for multiple communities across the region, it doesn't work for me. Change them. Change them immediately. Um, The school board basically said, you're going to need to pound sand because we have a policy. It's been in place uh, for almost 21 years and it's not changing. Like the rules have been the rules forever uh you chose to have children you chose to live where you live in in the distance to the schools um this is it mom's retort is but there's buses anyway so why not pick up my kids because your kids can walk to school is the answer okay your kids can walk to school so what does mom do when she doesn't get her way oh i'm so upset I call the TV news. She called she called the TV news because your kids have to walk to school. What in the hell is going on? One mother was outraged. There's a lot of moms on this. There's a mom in San Francisco. She has thrown up a fifty million dollar lawsuit. $50 million lawsuit. Why is this mom so upset? One mother was outraged. She's upset because she got a parking ticket. Mm-hmm. She she got a parking ticket. Maria. She, she started a $50 million class, $50 million class action lawsuit because the parking enforcement officer uh, put chalk on her tire and then uh, gave her a $95 ticket. She's, she's suing the city of San Francisco. She says the, 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 the city systematically places chalk or similar substance on vehicle tires without the owner's consent to obtain information used as a basis, basis for a parking citation. Why do they do it? Well, they put the chalk on the tires. They know how long they've been parked there. When they roll back around, if there's chalk on the tire, they know they've been parked longer than the thing. They give them a ticket. So her, her argument for $50 million is that the city is basically, you know, setting them up for failure. How dare they put chalk on my car? Come on. Like, just take your parking ticket. Like, you parked somewhere. You weren't supposed to do that. They threw some chalk on your tire. They caught you. Pay the piper. Don't get all outraged. 
and go. One mother was outraged. Go to the TV news and put together a $50 million lawsuit. Can you think of a larger waste of time? Meanwhile, another mom. One mother was outraged. Now, this one's from Florida, so you know it's cuckoo bananas. I don't know about you. My mom was awesome. Smart woman, funny, great mom, like always looking out for you. My mom taught me a lot of things. I knew if I was coming home from school, I knew if I was coming home from school and the teacher was not happy with something that I did, I knew my mom had the teacher's back. Even if she didn't believe in the teacher. I remember in grade nine, my mom knew our our teacher at the time was in the wrong. And my mom went in and spoke with her. And when my mom came out, she said, look, I'm going to tell you something. I just told that teacher that I didn't agree with how she's been managing the class. But I want you to understand something. That doesn't mean I agree with you because you're wrong too. And she, you know, she gave me the what for. My buddy was there. She gave him the what for too. It's good parenting. It's good parenting. My mom and I, look, my friend's moms, they were awesome too. Awesome. This would have never happened. Chat, you tell me right now. I'm going to tell you this. Chat, you tell me right now if this would have ever happened with your mom or your friend's mom. Ashley is 30 years old. So she is what we call, what's that word? We use it every once in a while. Not as much anymore, but is it, is it adult? Correct answer. She's an adult. She was arrested because she helped her son and his friend beat up another kid at school. (laughs) Uh, She grabbed the boy by his hair in his arm, held him while her son and another kid hit him. She was holding him. Uh, This little kid told the police he was sitting with his friends outside the sports complex at the school when he was attacked. His friends ran over to help him. At some point during the scuffle, the victim said the mom restrained him and then the son and the other boy started to pummel him. There's no way a kid said they pummeled me. That's in the police report. Uh, Witnesses who agreed with the boy's story also told cops that the mom flashed a taser during the brawl. Now, I can tell you this. My mom would have never, ever held someone so I could beat them up or pulled out a taser. She's much more refined. (laughs) So she's rolling with a taser, helping her kids get in a fight. She denied that she wanted to hurt the child. She did a Facebook Live video, said she was only trying to pull her son away from the fight. (laughs) Moms, what's going on? Word to my moms that came to drop bombs. Moms are getting crazy. One mother was outraged. Now, numerous moms are outraged. Let me ask you, chat, is there anyone who agrees with any of these moms? You got mom who's upset going to the TV news because her kids got to walk to school. You got mom who's upset because she they chalked her tires uh, to give her a parking ticket because she was illegally parked. She wants $50 million for that. And then you got mom helping her kids in a fight at school. Like literally her kids are bullies and she's helping them. You can look me straight in the face right now and try and tell me the world's not getting crazy. You're a liar, you SOB. (laughs) 
tell you, Chet, I'll tell you, it's weird. According to a new study, the best age, best age for having fun is what age? This actually, to be honest, has made me reevaluate my life a little bit. According to this new study, uh, two in five people said it's difficult to socialize with friends as they get older. That's true. Why is it difficult to socialize with your friends as they get older? Well, some have kids and some don't. Uh, Some get big careers and some don't. Uh, Some continue to think that they're in high school and do crazy things and some don't. Like it just gets more difficult because when you're younger, everybody's kind of on the same schedule. And as you get older, they're not. Like my biggest problem with my friends is they all have really hard schedules. They have regular jobs, nine to fives. They only have so many weeks of vacation. Whereas I'm a guy that I kind of make up my own schedule. Like I'm 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 a free falling kind of guy. So it makes it difficult. Then my wife, of course, she ruins all the fun because she's a teacher, which is great, except that she only gets a couple weeks off um, throughout the course of the school year, and then she gets all summer off. And that, you know, that's not like we can go anywhere or do anything because our, you know, our kids drag us right down. <laughs> uh, so it's tough to socialize. I agree with that. Uh, a fi- and a fifth of those uh, surveyed say they struggle to take time out of their lives to have fun. I feel that I'm in that category. I feel reading the chat that some of you are not taking time out of life to have fun other than to hang out with me, which I appreciate. Uh, The average adult believes it's been three weeks since they last truly felt relaxed. Half of the respondents say that letting their hair down is is the only way they can escape everyday life. Uh, How do they do that? Uh, Well, you'd be surprised. They listen to music. They go out for dinner. uh, They try and get weekends away. Maybe they do a shopping spree or do a concert or they watch sports. Um, many say when they do that, it leaves them feeling happy and refreshed and free. When asked the age people found was the peak of having fun was 24. So I was thinking about this today when I was driving to that, uh, I had to drive to the vet about an hour away. If you missed it at twitch.tv slash fruit before we get into the podcast, I tell silly stories. I was telling a story about how I had to drive Louie to the vet today and it was like an hour and a bit away. So I was thinking about this because I had read it this morning. I was like, wow, 24, eh? 24. I'm 47. And I thought to myself, you know, knowing that 24 is by this group the most fun time of your life, I could change that. I could make 48 the most fun year of my life. Like I could do it. And I thought to myself, what would that mean? Well, it might mean I uh, take up drinking, take up some pot, uh, go to a whole bunch of concerts, uh, go out and party and stay out late. And by the time I started thinking of all these fun things I could do, I was exhausted. I was exhausted. I needed to take a break. Uh, look, here's my bottom line on this. You, you can have fun any at any age. Just don't be afraid to do it once in a while. Right? Like, you got to remember, I've said this, and this is not, this is a do as I say, not as I do, because I'm terrible at this. But I believe if you do it, it will be better for you, and I'm working towards it. You know, schedule your vacation. Make some plans to do things. If you're married or you have a partner, make sure you do stuff together that's fun. And yeah, you got to raise kids, and you got to clean the house, and you got to do yard work. None of that is fun, fun. Like, you need to, you know, I'll tell you, my wife and I, Every year we went to Vegas 
And what we liked about Vegas is when we went there, for the exception of a few poorly choiced people, there were no kids, which was nice. You could sit by the pool and there were no kids. And yeah, you maybe sit by a pool or you walk through a pool in Vegas and a woman's got her ta-tas out because she's living. You know what? Even though that's not personally my thing, I appreciated that I was somewhere where adults felt they could do that. And of course, they're gambling. They're losing all of their kids' education money. I felt great. I was in a place where adults felt they could do that. (laughs) They were making poor decision after poor decision. And it felt good to be there with them. (laughs) Uh, But you got to plan some time to relax. Now, this guy, he doesn't follow orders. And for not following orders, he made the news. Uh, This guy, uh, Ercello, He's working at a uh, subway in Illinois. And a guy rolls into the subway, like the sandwich place, not the underground uh, transportation, like the sandwich place. He's a, uh, what do they call them? A a sandwich artist? Is that what they call them? Let's see, there's a barista. Yeah, he's a a subway, he's a a sandwich artist. Isn't that what they call them at subway? Anyway, he's back there, he's making the subs. You know, the, the cold cut trios and pizza subs and stuff guy rolls in there and demands money so the guy said we don't have any and then the guy tried to tried to steal a purse so because everyone was worried about this guy trying to steal um this guy decides to get in a fight with him rips off his sweatshirt took his gun hit him in the head with it next you know the guy peels out of there he's got a purse the owner then uh, suggested, this is what the owner got upset about. The owner said, look, uh, first of all, you're not spo- you're supposed to give him the money and let him go. That's what you're supposed to do, number one. Number two, you went in and got the video of this and you put it online. <laughs> it's, gone, it's gone worldwide on TikTok and all these things. So uh, she got suspended. He got suspended from work. Because we talked about this before. I, I, I don't... I know there's a natural inclination that we want to support those people that stop thieves because we don't like people who steal. We don't like when a guy rolls up into a Home Depot and, you know, grabs a Makita saw and runs out the door. We want him to be stopped. However, a lot of these big companies, Subway, Home Depot, all of them, they have rules. And the rules, the rules are simple. Don't chase them. Let them take the saw. We're insured. Well, you know, no big deal. It's a cost of doing business. Don't put yourself in danger. And inevitably, someone puts themselves in danger and they find themselves suspended or fired. And then we're all outraged. How dare they? When in reality, they weren't following instructions. (laughs) They shouldn't be saluted because they didn't follow the rules. Well, you know what? There's a GoFundMe. GoFundMe going. uh, So far, $10,000 has been raised. I don't know what that says. Guy wasn't following instructions, got suspended, got, you know, got what was coming to him because he didn't follow the rules and everyone's trying to give him cash because, well, hey, you know what? Um, we like you. I guess that's all right. Hey, maybe someone set up a GoFundMe for me. I'd take a free 10 grand. I'm going to suspend myself from this podcast. That's what I'm going to do. Then you guys start a GoFundMe, raise 10 grand. I'll give five away of it in the chat. Let's go. Now, imagine this, uh, a guy, Brian uh, Woodle, this guy is um, starting a brand new auto shop. 
Now we're we're in, we're we're in the pandemic. I admire anyone who's decided to roll up and start a business in the pandemic, right? Many people are doing it. That's pretty cool. So this guy's decided to start a new auto repair shop. He says, look, I love working on vehicles. It was always my dream. And that's the case when a lot of people open a business. It's because, they, you know, I opened a restaurant because I love to cook. Or I opened a store uh, that sells clothes because I'm into fashion. Or I, I like, you know, whatever, uh, home decor. So I bought a furniture store, whatever. This guy loves cars, loves working on cars. He decides he's going to open an auto repair shop. Here's the question I have for you. This guy, on the day he opens his shop, he rolls up into a Circle K which is like a convenience store, 7-Eleven, Depanur kind of place. He rolls up into the uh, Circle K. He buys a lotto ticket and wins a million dollars. Do you go back to your, your new store that you've just spent a whole bunch of time opening? Or do you, just, do, you, do you go back there and go, hey, this is great. I got a million bucks. Now I can just do this stuff I love. Or do you go back and go, uh, let's just shut this thing down. I'm going to the beach. <laughs> See, the safe bet is shut it down, go to the beach. That's the safe bet because a lot of businesses don't succeed. And you know he's going to fund, if it, if it is failing, he's going to fund that with his, his lottery winnings, winnings. Some people just don't know when to quit, right? Remember when we were doing the bets last week? We had poker going on the video stream. I tried to win 10 grand, ended up losing it all. Some people don't know what to quit, including this guy. Uh, so this guy, it's cool. He's got kids. Because uh, it's the state, he's got to pay some taxes. And he has to get the lump sum deal. So he doesn't get a million. He only gets 880000 I hope he continues running his store. I hope his grand opening is super successful and he loves doing it. Because the reality is he says he says he loves doing it. So if that's true, then he's in a perfect position because he can do it debt free. Debt free. Big news coming soon. Great news. In other news. Oh, in other news. In other news. All right, in other news. Uh, share this with your family and friends. Hey, make sure if you're on the podcast... Uh, no matter where you're listening, whether it's iHeart, whether it's Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening, uh, make sure you leave a review. The algorithm loves reviews. I was looking on Apple Podcasts the other day. We have like 32 positive reviews, five-star rating, but we need more reviews. So I'm not asking you for money or anything. Just, just give a review. Honest review would be ideal. And tell your family and friends they should listen to the podcast as well. And of course, follow me on Twitter at John Pohl, at J-O-N-P-O-L-E. Uh, you probably saw this in all your feeds because like it, it kept showing up in my feeds nonstop. And it was uh, from the college football game uh, that took place at Miami's Hard Rock Stadium on the weekend where a cat, meow meow cat, was hanging by a wire and then was dangling off the upper deck of the stadium. And then eventually, uh, fans spread out an American flag, <laughs> and the cat fell into the flag. How American is that? Uh, it, it appeared that the cat was not harmed, and everyone seems to believe that the cat is safe. That's great. Here's some of the uh, cell phone audio um, as the cat was let go, and how it went, how how it all unfolded. Uh, they were eventually helped. The cat was eventually helped by Craig and Kimberly. So this is a little bit from the cell phone. Okay, everyone's like cheering. Cheering. Cat safe.
with the whole The whole place. The whole place is excited, going, going crazy because of this cat. I haven't seen the answer. Chat, does anyone know the answer? Like, how did the cat get in the stadium? Like, you would think, you would think that's the last place a cat would want to be. It's crazy. But I'm glad the little, little muddies is good. Uh, meanwhile, the NFL at the Washington football team's home opener at FedEx Field Some fans say that a pipe burst above their section and that led to what was described as sewage raining down on them in their stands. Uh, The venue later said that the spill was actually just rainwater. Yeah, rainwater. That's what you tell them. Oh, no, it wasn't sewage, it's just rainwater. That's sewage. That's sewage. No, it's just rainwater. That's foreshadowing, isn't it? In some sort of weird way. What's going on with football? There's cats flying out of places. Raw sewage flying everywhere. Staying away. Meanwhile, on the raw sewage tip, a woman is warning other women because she was locked inside a porta potty. Now, I find it hard to believe that a woman actually went into a porta potty because most of the women I know, they never go in because they're like so gross. And the last time I went in, oh, Lord knows it was gross. Uh, this lady was using a porta potty at a flea market in New Mexico. Horrible combination. Uh, she realized she couldn't open the door from the inside. She thought she was uh, maybe jammed up, but she couldn't get out. I, I felt, you know, the door tug, and I'm just like, like you know, like. You know, like the leverage on the porta potties, it shows if it's red or green. And obviously, if it's red, that means it's locked. Thanks, Tips. Anyway, she was in there. She couldn't. <laughs> she couldn't get out, so she started yelling. And a man came to help her, telling her that uh, someone had placed a padlock on the door. She thought maybe uh, it was a kidnapping attempt. New, new stuff are coming out with sex trafficking and kidnapping. And when I replay everything that happened, you know, I feel like that's what was supposed to happen. But luckily, the guy that was there to save me, he was probably there at the right time. I don't know. If you're going to kidnap someone, locking them in a porta potty doesn't seem to be a real efficient way to kidnap someone. Uh, the guy had a pair of bolt cutters to free the woman. And she's like, hey, look, everyone be careful. I'm starting at this guy. He's my number one suspect. Happens to be there to save the damsel in distress. He happens to have a pair of bolt cutters. Now, I have a, an eight-year-old daughter and a four-year-old boy. And, you know, just the thought of me, you know, living my life without them, it, it hurts. Look, I'm glad she's okay. Uh, I think a simple rule, rule is you're going to roll up to a porta potty Yeah, maybe someone. Maybe someone's watching the outside. You know, just throw that out there. Don't know. Uh, of course, 9-11 uh, was uh, remembered over the course of the weekend. There were a lot of specials on TV and concerts and that sort of stuff. This I thought was interesting. Uh, this is a gate agent who, even today, this gate agent, imagine living with this, still feels guilt for letting the hijackers fly on 9-11. 
Uh, Vaughn Alex was an American Airlines gate agent in Washington. Still feels guilty that he was the one who checked in uh, two of the brothers who went on to hijack and crash the plane into the Pentagon as part of the terrorist attacks 20 years ago. Here's what he had to say. We were just sitting around and two late passengers came running in the terminal and we did everything according to the book. What I didn't know until about mid-morning when the FBI was talking to me was that those last two passengers that I checked in were actually two of the hijackers. And I said, I did it, didn't I? And they were like, what did you do? And I said, I put those two on the flight. And it was just just absolutely devastating. I, I can imagine how uh, our man Vaughn feels because even though we follow protocol, even though to be, you know, to give the hijackers uh, credit, they had this planned out. They they knew the procedures. They knew what would happen. They, they knew what someone like Vaughn would do. And the reality is, uh, if it wasn't Vaughn, the next gate agent probably would have done the same. The only thing that would have been different is if they were flying on Air Canada. Because on, a, on Air Canada, there's no way a person at the gate would have given those two guys any customer service at all. <laughs> like, but American Airlines, they were trying to actually be helpful. Uh, which unfortunately um, led to the wrong guys being allowed on the plane. But to be fair, you know, Vaughn doesn't have any reason not to let them on. They have tickets. They're showing up. You don't know that they're lunatics. You don't know that. He says he's haunted that one of the victims was a close friend and colleague. Uh, she'd been uh, considered. She'd been flying uh, Vegas via Chicago or Dallas, and Alex convinced her to go through uh, L.A. instead on Flight 77. I wrote her ticket from Dallas to Los Angeles with a connecting flight back to Las Vegas. And then the following day, I saw that she had gotten on the flight on the ticket I'd written. Man, this guy, just it's not easy. Uh, after leaving American Airlines, he went on to work for TSA, hoping that he could uh, maybe help keep everyone safe. I joined Department of Homeland Security, working for the Transportation Security Administration. I feel like the work that they do is so important to keep, keep everybody safe. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting. I, I'd never heard that before, and I would imagine through nine eleven, there are many people that are doing that. What if? What if I had done this? What if I had not done that? What if I had called this in? What if? And I think you can what, what if yourself, you know, to, to insanity. Uh, the reality is, is what took place, is what took place, and. Everybody on the list, you know, they, they had planned it out. They, it's not anything that anyone did. It just is what it is. But it's good that he feels that way, and it's good that he went and did something that he thought was going to be beneficial. Uh, this, this is great. This just goes to show you sometimes, you know, we have all these big systems, and, you know, we have these big cities, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, New York City, Boston, all, all these big cities, Los Angeles, Chicago, and as advanced as we think we are sometimes, as advanced as we think we are, sometimes we just, things are still pretty dumb. Case in point, uh, in August 29th, uh, dozens of trains, hundreds of people in New York City on the subway were stranded because the power went out. Originally, they were told that it was a power surge, and that's what caused the problem. Turns out the failure has now been attributed to a human error. The humor, 
error was someone pressed the power switch because <laughs> it didn't have a pr- protective cover on it. Someone just turned the light off. They just turned the power off. Uh, Jano Lieber of the uh, MTA says uh, the major trouble started when one person pushed a button. It appears that a button was pushed accidentally um, that was not supposed to be pushed. I am deeply disappointed in this. And I say to our customers, this cannot happen. (laughs) But it did. The good old push to button. I don't know if you're a kid. When you were a kid, if you saw a button that didn't have a cover on it, you're probably pushing that button. I'm pretty sure it's a kid. You're pushing that button. Uh, these subway riders, they were pretty upset. Come on, guys. One switch? Really? If it's so easily accessible, like, that's just not a very good design. So there has to be a discipline to anything that uh, people's lives depend on. Usually it's more than one thing that goes wrong. So if somebody pulled the switch, what else happened that led to that? It's my question. <laughs> Look, it was just a button. I just pressed the button. Just press the button. Just restored my faith in humanity. Uh, I'm going to restore your faith in humanity because, and maybe even your faith in moms, because obviously mom's gone crazy in this episode. Uh, Before I do that, though, I should let you know uh, the podcast tonight uh, on Monday. We got you a podcast on Monday. Tomorrow is Tuesday, and Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'm traveling. Now, it's possible my podcast software allows me to record a podcast from anywhere. So it's possible if I find myself with a couple hours and time to kill, I might throw up a podcast. There'll be no stream Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Friday, we will be back to the lunchtime chill. So that is your schedule for this week. Uh, we're, we're live tonight. We got the podcast. You're listening to it. Great. Uh, Tuesday, no podcast. Maybe Wednesday or Thursday if I'm bored and the remote software works, which I've never used before. So put a, put an iffy on that. Uh, Friday lunchtime chill, lock that in. We're good to go. Okay? We restore your faith in humanity and your faith in moms. This uh, single mom, Brittany Sparks, who is actually a, like a really, really attractive uh, lady, in fact, I saw ex-Stormtrooper, he was on Twitter complaining that his dating life isn't so swell. Ex-Stormtrooper, you might want to look up Brittany Starks. She's a beautiful young lady. Beautiful young lady. Uh, why I point that out is she says at one point she was homeless. And she certainly doesn't look like anyone who's ever been homeless because she's, she's gotten her life together. So this young mom, she's a single mom. She's got uh, two kids and she works multiple jobs in Tennessee. Just to, you know, keep food on the table, uh, keep a roof over the kid's head. So she's like, I was homeless. I was suffering depression. I had to care for a sick child. I was almost killed in a car accident. It was the accident, she said, that made her just change her life around. She had a desire to spread kindness any way she could. And then she became focused on every opportunity to help those in need. So she's like, hey, I got two kids. I'm working multiple jobs. What can I give? And I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of money. But what what can I give? So Brittany went on the old uh, Facebook and she offered up this. She says, anyone know single parents who can't afford to get their child's hair done for school? I will braid it for free. Uh, DM me. I have over 30 kids. I need help braiding. Uh, does anyone else have space for all these uh, braiders? Uh, do the amount of children and braiders. There's not enough space here. So she was thought she'd maybe get five or seven kids or something. But the next thing you know, she had 35 kids who 
were looking for her help. And she was flooded with requests. So she found herself working every night for two weeks straight into the early hours of the morning. She's like, I wanted to do something for those parents like me whose money's going to feed their kids and making sure they have a roof over their, their head. I wasn't expecting a big reaction. I thought I'd maybe get a few kids. All of a sudden, I had a ton. And here's the beauty. As soon as I asked for help, other parents started coming in and saying, we'll help as well. They launched a GoFundMe. And to date, the GoFundMe has raised almost $40,000 and their goal was only to raise $15,000. So they're helping out and they're donating. And she goes, once the school rush is over, I'm going to put in effort, extra effort to help kids every month all over Nashville. Cause again, she's from Tennessee. She, and here's the bottom line. Doing this makes me happy. The smile on a child's face, priceless. It brings me so much joy to know I've made a difference in their lives. So, something simple, something easy to help other people. It doesn't have to be extravagant. And whatever your reason for not helping out, you don't have one. This is a mom of two who's working multiple jobs and she's still finding time to help other people. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. We've done enough talking. Are you done? I'm done. Yeah. And it's done. Okay. Done. Are you done? We made it. I appreciate you spending time with the Pole Position Podcast. You're always welcome to reach out. I love your feedback. Nightside at email.com. On Twitter at John Paul at J O N P O L E. And on Instagram, the Pole Position Podcast. If you enjoy what we're doing, do me a favor share it with someone you trust. We're going to take over the world together. I'm John Paul. And I love you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much. Thank you very little. Thank you so much. No, I'm here and peace. I'm out like I stole something. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.